0: Yo, peace. So, uh, I'm on Vice News right now, and I actually found something on the Penn State, uh, on the uh, fraternity hazing and stuff like that. Uh, this is going to be just an addition to the uh, series that I got. I think I'm actually changing it on the, from the back of Nellian, right? I said just uh, Secrets on Frat Row. So, uh, let's
1: go. Do you feel like you have a good handle on what it is that you're going to be required to do if you decide to go forward? Yes.
0: And all that, you're comfortable with all of it? 100%. And by the way, so this is just um this is just another uh another report. Uh, this is also on YouTube where I found the clip from, and I'm just using the inserts. So you can find it on Penn State is still keeping secrets on frat house. So, yeah. Um, I don't know if I agree with that so so much because
1: there is things that I'm not comfortable doing, and there's things there's houses that I've heard do more hazing, and I haven't been going to those houses because I
0: don't want to do the intense hazing. I don't think. It's- he, so this dude is it's two is two dudes that the person is asking about uh, the fraternity and hazing. So both of them are in one. He asked, them, um, you know, you know what it is that you're going to be doing, pretty much. And one of them was like, Yeah, I know what I'm going to be doing. I know what I'm pretty much understanding what I'm going to be doing. And this dude is pretty much saying, uh, I really wouldn't. I'm not really going to agree because there's certain things that I wouldn't do in order to to attain that lifestyle. So once again, all of the stuff is pretty much just breaking the buck, man. Uh, all their automators the and stuff. They've already been through the hazing rituals and stuff like that. This is something that's not going to stop anytime soon. So just pay attention.
1: Drinking, that's put in danger,
0: much. Well, if you're not going to be doing any drinking or put yourself in any physical or mental harm, then clearly you're not cut out for that type of stuff. What they're going to do is they're going to break you mentally, if not physically. One thing they have to do is break you mentally in order to go ahead and get you enraptured and get you thinking that um you know something that's not easily attained is not worth getting. So they want you to go through this, some traumatic experience with everybody else. and think that it's a brotherhood going on, really... It's really not. You're you're just doing <laughs> you're doing a cult and Satan Satan worship like outright. But let's keep going. And actually, so they're gonna go ahead and they're gonna talk to one of the uh, to one of the head members at a uh, at one of the college fraternities at Penn State.
2: If I was a pledge, I wouldn't show up. It's like hailing outside, and then like sixty five people show up.
1: Junior Nick Lanham is the president of a friend at Penn State.
0: So once again, he's a president at a fraternity, right? And in order for him to go ahead and have this interview, he they're not even allowed to say his name or what—not his name—they're not even to say allowed to say what frat house he's doing. So they're going to go ahead and give certain ideologies of what it is that they do in the uh, in the fraternities and why they can't go ahead and give you know certain names is you know once again it's outright Satan worship. And all the things that they're doing, um, you know, which is the hazing and the drinking and stuff like that, they all do this. And you're going to you're going to hear them say so. All right. So we're back again. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and give a little bit of history of certain things. And, uh, you know, like at least within the fraternities and uh, how it's pretty much outright Satanism, uh, the great influence that it has over the United States, uh, pretty much how they call it a brotherhood and why. Well, I pretty much already went over that one and uh, how they, why they also use, you know, certain, you know, Greek letters and stuff like that, which is all just tradition. And we're also going to go into certain, <clears throat> certain ideologies and, you know, holidays that's carried out from those times that's made its way over here. So, um, once again, uh, at least most of the stuff with, you know, like Freemasonry and, uh, you know, fraternities or anything that has to do with all of that type of stuff is pretty much just Lucifer, Satan worship, because once again, that's all just, it's all come from the uh, Bacchanalian rites. When, you know, Bacchus, you know, the son of Cush, Bac Cush. Um, these are all just, you know, the religious and spiritual beliefs of Satanism. So um, when, you, when you understand what Satanism is, it's, you know, considered objectively existing supernatural, you know, force worthy of supplication pretty much. And the history of it, as you know even existing spiritually, is uh practiced by people and is obscured by a number of, by a number of groups accused by being devil worshippers who assert that they were not, such as in the witch trials in early modern Europe. Um anybody who's grew up uh, out here at least in Arizona, who's read about the uh, you know Salem witch trials and anything like that, uh, it all they all go hand in hand. They all come from around from around that time frame when they went underground and faced affliction. Uh, once again, so uh, with the with the hazing and fraternities and stuff like that, uh, which is just, you know, outright Satanism, you know, when you do and research stuff about, you know, outright Satan worship and stuff like that, you know, in the entertainment industry or sports, whatever it may be, they all have to do pretty much the same thing and abide by the same rules and the same occults. So one thing um, why they even use the Greek letters um when it was founded in 1776, the Phi Beta Kappa was, you know, I think a men's fraternity. Before it, you know, went into an honor fraternity, and it, it still exists today. They chose the Greek letters, um, which is pretty much just their motto, their secret motto. Philosophia bios Carbonathes," if I'm not mistaken, which roughly translates to philosophy is the guide to life. So they philosophize about certain things, and uh, there's certain ideologies that their god or gods that they pray to, you know, and, uh, you know, just continue to carry those things out, whether it's, you know, bestiality or, you know, degradation or homosexuality. You know, this is where all of that stuff comes from. Uh, one of, the, uh, one of the, uh, the holidays that made his way from Rome that we all know of is Valentine's Day, which was in the year 496, allegedly. It, uh, it's a very old tradition, originated from the Roman festivals. They had a, a festival called Lu- Lupercalia in the middle of February, where they would all get together, engage in, uh, you know, rubbery, a lot of wine drinking, and they would all have sex with each other, men, women, uh, animals. You know, so this is how, you know, they all really tie together so, so head. Um, Another thing, too, when we're talking about the, uh, the brotherhoods and how they're doing the pledges and stuff like that and why they're degrading them, you know, it's, it's, it's a brotherhood. They're supposed to be made to feel like, you know, they're in this stuff together. It's more like the human brain just works kind of weird. So when you look up uh, certain people in the entertainment industry and the, uh, the MKUltra, you know, aspect and the project and stuff like that, once again, it's all the same thing. You know, they're, they're trying to break you mentally so that way they can have control over you and control over the masses and how they think. It's pretty much predictive programming just at a larger scale. And all the uh, boule and, you know, fraternities and, you know, these these things right here, the uh, the fraternities and paternities and stuff like that, like, they're, you know, it's, it's all the same thing. Now, on, on the surface and possibly being appealed to someone searching for a sense of belonging, like, the process carries, you know, dangers. Given that kind of power, any kind of mandate to, you know, to, bunch of young, to, bun- to a bunch of young men being barely out of their teens is unlikely to end well because they don't know and they don't have the experience, the knowledge or the training or the guidance that actual drill instructors have. So they're just coming up with even more creative ways to humiliate and abuse their charges. Um, another thing, you know, with like with the influence that it has over the United States, once again, uh, everything that we teach, like everything that we were taught, at least in school. You know, the Babylonian, you know, school system that we go to, we're pretty much taught that, you know, like um, Jupiter, Saturn, even the calendar that we use. They're all, you know, Saturday, you know, Saturnia. These are, all you know, Greek philosophies. So anyway, let's just get, let's just get right back to it. Not to really go off topic, but I was just giving a little bit of background. So that way, when they, when they touch about these certain things, you know, in the video and more videos that I do or more commentary that I do, I should say, because there's no, no visuals yet. Oh, uh, you guys can understand what I'm talking about. Well, let's go.
2: Tell me what it was like for you when you rushed a friend. I went by the house and there was a bunch of guys and I talked to them, hung out with them, and I thought they were really cool. Did you do any stupid shit? Um, I think I had to take a Zumba class. <laughs> they made me take a Zumba class and I wore this bright pink headband and I went in, I did all the exercises and the moves. It was all just kind of stuff that was to make you kind of look silly.
0: Yes, it's all to humiliate you. So one thing that they go by, and uh, when I do the video on, uh, what is it, burning sands, and I go more into detail on these things and we go and kind of the etymology of all these things, uh, we're going to see what they're talking about. Uh, the humiliation, one thing that they talk about, humiliation breeds humility or, or something like that. And once again, it's all just to break you mentally.
2: But it was all just to make you closer to those people, and none of it was, per se, to hurt you unlike perhaps some places.
0: Well, that's what they say. But once again, you get through all of these stuff, and they put you through all these tactics, and you know they put you through put you through so much, you know, you know hardship and stuff like that, and, psycholo- and psychological and mental, you know, abuse to see how far you're willing to go, to enter this brotherhood, and they get you to think that it's really a brotherhood because everybody else, their alma maters, um, everybody else has been through these rituals and these tactics, so, yeah.
2: You hear these stories in the news all the time of like you know, people swallowing goldfish and people having to crawl on their hands and knees through broken glass. There's so many fraternities that they just do stuff that I'm like, why would you, those aren't your friends. Why would you do that kind of
0: stuff? Well, once again, they're not. Your friends they are your brothers. And your brothers are your brother, you know, somebody that's actually close to you. They're going to be there through thick and thin. They've been there through traumatic things. And that's why most likely they are stuck around. Because, you know, <laughs> you have something in common with them. You know uh, the lengths that they're willing to go in order for you or in order for certain things that they abide by or believe in. So that's one thing that you would kind of want, you know what I mean? But just in this whole case, you you would, you you know, it just breeds content pretty much. And it could breed envy too, you know, like getting spit on. And a lot of the times they do a lot of homosexual, uh, <laughs> they do a lot of homosexual things going on in these uh, fraternities. That's why they also have deaths. And they say it could have been from them drinking and stuff like that. But, you know, they're being initiated. And of course they're already going to be drunk, but you may end up seeing something, you know, they're trying to initiate you and bring you higher. But you may see something that you're not supposed to see and something that you don't want to see and you don't know how to take that. You might end up telling. Now they got to take you off. So you got to be wary of that type of stuff, man.
1: Those aren't just stories. Those things did happen at Penn State. That's according to a grand jury investigation opened after the death of Tim Piazza. You'd be happy if you just got stuck eating a goldfish.
0: So one of these cases ended up going to the court of Common Pleas, Central County, Pennsylvania. Uh, it looks like for one of the hazing in need, they would just said you would be lucky if you would have like a goldfish in your hand or something like that. But uh, I'm just gonna read uh, one of the documents right here. We the first Central County Investigation Grand, junior, grand Jury. Uh, duty charged to inquire into the offense, to the offenses <laughs> against the criminal laws of the Commonwealth. Having obtained knowledge of such matters from witnesses sworn by the court and testifying before us, we made the following findings of fact upon the proof by the preponderance of the evidence and issues, these recommendations for legislative, executive, or administrative action in the public interest. So finding with no fewer than 12 occurrences, we do hereby make this report to this court. So it's been more than 12 uh, instances of all, these terp- <clears throat> of all these things happening, and they actually ended up going to court. So. We're gonna see what happens.
1: One frat initiation included something called the pot. We're...
0: One frat initiation was something called the pot. This is one of the initiation tactics that they had that was reported to the court. So,
1: cup filled with hot sauce, catnip, cat food, urine, semen, shampoo, conditioner, alcohol, and bread chunks.
0: I want you guys to to hear that they said uh, one of the rituals or the initiation processes for you know joining one of the fraternities was getting a cup putting it with hot sauce, catnip, cat food, urine, semen, <laughs> shampoo, conditioner, alcohol and bread chunks. Once again, they say that the alcohol and the hazing isn't something that they tolerate. But why is this something that you have to do in order to, you know, in order to get initiated into the fraternity, which is, you know, drink this and they had to drink this a couple with urine, semen, shampoo, conditioner, alcohol, bread chunks, cat food, catnip and hot sauce. So, once When you get to the higher levels of entertainment in the industry, um, you're, you're pretty much doing the same type of thing. Uh, when you look up illustrations, uh, who was the illustration by? I want to say it's like one of these Roman, like Greek dudes. It's an illustration by like Martin Van Maële, M a r t i n M-A-R-T-I-N-V-A-N-M-A-E-L-E of a witch's Sabbath in the 1911s. You can look up a picture of that and what they had going on. And you can tell me... You know, you can come to you can form your own conclusion based off of that. But all of these people um, in the higher levels of society and entertainment, they have to do these same type of things, which is, you know, the humiliation rituals. One dude had to get in a tutu or something like that to take a Zumba class. You know, when you get higher and higher uh, of the echelons in life, gonna have de- you're going to have to do these things, whether it's, you know, bestiality, um, sleeping with little children, you know, drinking and eating of human feces and semen and urine, you know. Things like this. But don't just take my word for it. You can look it up. And also to not really to, you know, backtrack really. To one of the episodes that I'm going to do when I go into the, uh, I'm going to have a documentary of how, how to initiate into a fraternity. And they're going to pretty much show you some of the same things. They're not lying when they tell you this stuff.
2: That's not going to happen to them. They're the ones that are behind the veil. The university can write as many policies and stuff as they want. And their assumption is that the people within that fraternity are going to follow those rules. But really, at the end of the day, it's the responsibility of the people in that room to make the right decision.
0: Exactly. So the university can write as much laws as they want. They don't have to abide by these laws. They say that there is no hazing. There is no heavy drinking going on. But we just saw one of the initiation processes was getting drunk and. I don't have to go back over it. You guys heard it yourself.
1: There's a strange culture of secrecy around all this stuff. go around the back.
0: There's a strange culture of secrecy around all of this stuff. So they're gonna what they're doing right now. They're showing pretty much one of the frat houses. It has the E, like kind of the E math symbol and the X on it, <laughs> which is just some uh some sorority stuff, some some Greek Roman stuff, which is just some gay shit. Um, you know, because they were gay back then. Very gay, sleeping in the caves and all that stuff. But that's another story for another day. Um, a lot of the things uh, I said in one of the last videos, um, the rights of back and stuff like that, like a lot of that stuff was in like the woodlands and takes place in the woodlands. And, you know, you can see that this, you know, house is near the woods and near the wilderness type area.
1: Penn State is eager to say it's changed, but it also requires you to just take their word for it. The school won't put officials on camera to talk about frat policy brothers, meanwhile, are forbidden by their national chapters to talk on camera about their frats. Hi. Yo, I'm with Vice News. We're doing a story about
0: frat life in Penn State. So we can do? No comments. No comments. They're urged, or they're, um, they're told by their heads not to talk about it, at least on camera, not to say anything about what goes on behind closed doors. And why do you think the same goes on with all these high-level entertainers? What can they possibly be doing? There's more than just, you know, shimmying and dancing at parties with all the stuff, with all the fraternities and paternities going on. Like I'm saying, it's outright Satan worship. But don't take my word for it. Go ahead and look it up yourself. Okay.
1: It feels like everyone is protecting everyone else from scrutiny.
0: Because that's what a brotherhood is. That's kind of what a, what a culture is. When you look at a, and us in the so-called black community, we don't have any culture. But one thing that, that, that we, you know, that's an unspoken rule is no snitching. That's kind of something that we all understand. You know, like uh, the police you know they try to infiltrate, and they tell us that we should be doing certain things, but they don't snitch on each other either. so why is it the same with these people in the fraternities?
1: Hmm. Brad say they're different after Piazza. you're just gonna have to trust them
0: so that's all we had on this one um I'm going to go ahead and go. Uh, The next one that I should be doing is going to be pretty much a long one. It's on the Frat House 1998, an unreleased documentary. Uh, But that's all I have for now, man. Until next time, peace.